What's up, guys? This is the I Can Ship It Pod. We have here our next episode, part two of our discussion from our last episode on the L Word. Enjoy. Roll into season three. Season yeah. three. <laughs> Pre, you know, Alice is just, she's on antidepressants and she's just, she's yeah, not doing. She has a fucking she, breakdown on her radio show. Yeah, she's just not doing well, Um, you know, because of this breakup and, you know, everybody is coupled up besides her. It's, I, hey, I get it. That sucks, bro. You know, you got Shane and Carmen just being adorable. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, Bet and Tina have their beautiful baby. And, you know, mind you, we know there's some shit. They, nobody knows there's shit going on behind the scenes. But, you know, they look cute. And then you got Dana and Laura coupled up. And they're, you know, looking cute and everything. So, it's, I mean, that's just hard. Like, I, you know, hey, yeah. girl, I understand. That's, that's some hard shit right there. Um, but, uh, season three, you know, season three, yeah, okay. We also get to see Shane act straight in season three when Carmen takes her to meet her parents. Oh, so, yes, yeah. that, another one of those funny hilarity kind of ensuing scenes, Shane being straight, it's, it's great. But anyway, uh, not at all. Um, but, you know, <laughs> season three, we got a lot of feels and it, it season three is rough. Is very rough. Yeah. So bear with us as we go through this. Um, you know, this might get a little heated. As you know, we are very passionate people. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But, you know, season three. God, they did Dana so dirty. <laughs> like, I yeah. can't even fucking think of anything else. We're well, just, just going to throw this out here because I'm going to tell you for me, there's definitely shit that happens in the season. This is this this whole season is honestly about Dana for me. Mm-hmm. And Alice, um, because we see what ended their relationship. We see what they can't even be friends. We come in. Alice is at the worst time of her life. Find out Dana's got breast cancer. Okay, this is very real. Okay, um, but we're thinking, oh, TV. Dana's gonna be fine. No, no, no. They fucking killed Dana. Like they kill her. Um, and the thing of it is, we're watching all these episodes, seven episodes of this damn thing, of season three. We see Alice and Dana just... Alice chases her through the streets at some point. Alice yeah. got these, this big, you know, shrine to her. And this is where, like, you know, Helena steps up and becomes a friend. This is when we see the good in Helena. Yeah. Helena, and, met Helena, Helena was, like, a sleeper in like, yeah. the beginning of season three. And then, like, she just became, like, such one with the group. Like, everybody was cool with her. Like, her and Bet still had a little beef, but it wasn't anything that they, like, they didn't like address or anything. Yeah. They were just kind of like, "All right, you know what? Better woman won this day." You know, kind of, kind of like, you know, at the end of a duel. You know, it's kind of like, "All right, you won." You know what? Respect and move on. So Helena was like, "Yeah, she Helena in season three really was like that sleeper friend that just kind of showed mm-hmm. up and like every time somebody needed something, here was Helena. Like yeah. she just." She, yeah, Helena really stepped up, stepped up in season three, um, and she did. She really helped Alice, you know, kind of snap yeah. out of that yeah. funk. She and got like, her to get rid of the shrine, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and it just, yeah, Helena just, we see, and don't get me wrong, Helena uses her money a lot in this. We mm-hmm. see that. But we also, you know, see just how legitimately good friends they are. But we go through, you know, these first set of episodes. Alice is crazy. Dana's trying to figure it out. Then they're trying to be friends or whatever, but Dana is 
rightfully so. She's got cancer. She's all up in herself. Very, and she's not letting her friends know how bad it is. And she's taking everything out on Lara. And you know what? I will step up for Lara in this because there's only so much a person can take being a caregiver. And there's only so much a person can take anyway being beaten up on like that verbally. Yeah. And rightfully so. Dana's got cancer. But at the same time, she needs to realize Laura was trying her damnedest to be there for her. And Laura ends up just, you know, taking off and going to Paris. But you know what? I, I, don't, I honestly don't blame her for that. You know, I mean, I could see where that would happen. And Alice finally figures out that there's more shit going on than just what Dana's told them. And Dana, you know, Alice just basically shows up over there and she she calls Dana on her shit. You know, she's like, yeah, I know you got cancer, but what did, you know, she, you she called her out. Or something like that, yeah. Yeah, she called her out for being mean to Laura and sending her off, you know. And she just is there for Dana. And it's not even romantic. It's not, it's mm -hmm. just, you know what, we were friends before. It's we can best have friends. It now. Yeah. We, you know, regardless of anything that's happened, we are best friends. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they just got that closeness back. They just got that bond back. Oh my god, I can't deal, y'all. You know, and then Dana fucking dies at the end of this thing. And honest to God, I do feel that if we would have gotten Dana, if we, she would have lived, I do feel like there would have been something else between her and Laura. They would have had to figure that out. But in the end, Dana and Alice would have been together. You yeah. know, that would have been it for me. That If that could have happened, that, if I could rewrite anything, it's Dana's death, and I could have gotten Alice and Dana together. See, I feel like, I, I think if, if... Dana would have lived. I still think they would have just been friends. I to be to be to be perfectly honest, uh -huh. I felt they were better as friends than they were sure. together. Um, but I, you know, I get I get what you're saying but on that. My thing, um, my thing is, we never got to really truly see them together like we did with the other couples. Like it was like, bam, we're together. Bam, Laura's back. Bam, I got cancer and shit, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Summary for you, people. <laughs> Boom! Season three done. Season four, let's go. No, <laughs> um, but you know, I'm sorry. We like to end things on a happy note because season three is very heavy. You got Bet yeah. team going through some shit. Uh, Shade and Carmen, you know, they're like the the one couple that's relatively happy through the whole, through it. Season three. Um, what? you know, Shane does stupid shit yet again. Um, you know, cheat, cheat, cheat. Uh, not, mm, okay. Go ahead and go into your favorite episode. <laughs> I know. You got to be fucking kidding me. Why would you cheat on Carmen? What is wrong with you? But anyway, um, you know, Shane ends up going back into her old ways. Um, but there's, you know, there's some, there's some lighter moments in season three, too. Like, you know, you the first couple of episodes, uh, Shane and Carmen, you know, they're super in love and, you know, super cute. Oh, my God. It's, so sweet you'll get a toothache um uh you know and then the 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 episode where shane goes to meet carmen's parents oh my god it is great um and then the wedding the dress like they put shane in this like quinceanera like almost like <laughs> either a quinceanera dress or shane. Shane. Uh, that's what carmen's mama shane. calls her is shane. Yeah. shane um like either a quinceanera dress or uh or freaking first communion looking dress, you know. You know. Um, so um, they put her in that, and then she gets so they they get her in the dress. Then um, before before they go to the wedding, 
Um, I can't, I don't, I can't say the phrase in Spanish. I, I know what it is, but I don't want to butcher the language. Um, <laughs> Shane shows Carmen the dress and Carmen laughs at her, rightfully so. Uh, but then she goes to comfort Shane. Oh, y'all. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, it's fucking hot. It go watch the scene so you can actually see and hear for yourself. Because, oh, my damn. Um, <laughs> I'm getting the pictures in my head right now, which is why I can't. I know. You've, you've right stuttered. Now. It's all right. Uh, and then the same episode, they go home. And, you know, Carmen's like, oh, my God, my family loved you. Like, you know, everybody loved you. They thought you were great. And then they have another amazing, amazing moment. Um, y'all remember, remember season two? We were talking about the lap dance. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> go go watch this episode. What is it? Season three episode? Was it one? Oh, Two? Yeah, that's the first episode the where Shane's in that fucking dress. Yeah, <laughs> go 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 watch it for yourself. Just remember the lap dance that they talked about in uh, season two, episode two with Shane and Carmen. Season three, we are paid back in full, and it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so go watch it. Um, but because me, well, me trying to describe this will not do it any justice and the eyes are a better way to get a detailed, detailed description. So that way it imprints in your brain like it has an arms. So, hmm. uh, um, but yeah, but I, season three, like I just, ugh, season three, it was rough. Cause like, girl, I, when Dana died, oh my God. I just, I, I mean, honestly, all right, literally, it's episode eight where Alice and Dana are, they've really worked their shit out. You know, like the beginning of the episode, Alice is calling her on all her bullshit. We get Helen, Dylan, we haven't talked about, but Dylan came in this season as a documentary filmmaker with a boyfriend. Well, let me just tell you something. Her and Helena got some chemistry. Yes, and they this, do. I mean, they hook up, start hooking up in the damn bathroom of the recording studio they're at where Kit's recording and Shane and Alice are doing their thing making Dana laugh but they end up um going to Helena's beach house this Uh, yeah oh I know I ain't even pausing to ask a question I know this because (laughs) I would have to say oh look the L word is not short on sex scenes and they're not good on not short on good sex scenes they're not even short on great sex scenes but I would put this in my top three of all time and Dana and Alice is always going to be number one because that shit's funny and great. But this right here, for hottest, it's this one and then one that comes in for me in um, uh, season five. But the, the Helena and Dylan in the beach house, it is just, it is golden, people. If you don't watch nothing else, just skip right on ahead and watch that part because it's worth your time. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, oh, whoa. Oh, oh my God. We almost forgot. So, uh, season three. I was thinking we were going to already have this talk. (laughs) Man, I, yeah, no, we almost forgot. There is a line, season three, that is just, honestly, I, I really should just get it tattooed somewhere because it's great. (laughs) But, (laughs) there's a line after Shane cheats on Carmen, um, (laughs) Shane takes out a, uh, a dictionary. And she... (laughs) 
God. She looks up the definition of monogamy and reads the definition of monogamy to Shane, right? Then she proceeds to take out a fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. Shane is smoking a cigarette, right? And she's like shaking <laughs> this fire extinguisher. And Shane's like, don't do it. And and Carmen's like, I, I shouldn't, right? It's I just I shouldn't do this, right? It's just totally irresponsible. Sprays Shane with the freaking fire extinguisher. And during this this reading of the dictionary of of the definition of monogamy, it has birds as as part of the definition. Yeah. After she sprays her with the the fire hose, she's like, I'm talking about a goddamn fucking bird. Goddamn. (laughs) That is my favorite line of the entire. I have quite a few of them, but my favorite line of the entire series talking about a goddamn fucking bird. That is like the greatest thing ever. I'm talking about a goddamn fucking bird. Just, oh, amazing. Love that line. It's just so great. Season three. I mean, I don't know what episode it's in. It's when it's the episode immediately after after Shane sheets on uh, on uh, Carmen. But uh, yeah, a goddamn fucking bird. Love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. Um, I mean, season three. We pretty much wrapped it up. Those are pretty much the highlights of season three. Mm-hmm. Dana, oh, R.I.P. But not really because we really want you to come back. One one more thing about three. What you got? Final episode because Dana dies. We have to go through all of that. I can never listen to Sun- You Are My Sunshine again. Um, then we have the next episode, which is her funeral, and her parents erase the fact that she's gay. Alice lets them know and storms the fuck out. But six weeks later, final episode, because of Dana's death and losing, Shane has proposed to Carmen. We're going to get to see a Charmin wedding. Nope. Charmin leaves. Charmin. Shane leaves Carmen at the fucking altar. Idiot. Oh. Helena has paid for all their whole wedding. I mean, it was the nicest shit she could do because she's like, we all just lost Dana. We've done this, done, you know. Yeah. And Shane's deadbeat dad shows up, puts all this shit in her head. That's how we end season three. Y'all, stupidest human being on the planet. I've said it mm-hmm. earlier, and I've said it a million times. Like, oh, Lord. Oh, my God. This stupid. Just flat out. Stupid. Oh, yeah, and then uh, Bet kidnaps uh, their daughter. Oh, yeah. I mean, because... Tina was flirt- Tina was doing the whole dating men. Bet yeah. didn't like it. She was going to file for custody. Excuse me. Sorry, y'all. That's the wine. Um, <laughs> then, you know, she kidnaps her. It just It's what you do. Yeah, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's season three. Boom. Done. All right. So, season four, uh, you know, it starts out, Bet's on the, on the lamb. Because she's kidnapped Angelica, uh, you know, because at the time, the, the state didn't recognize uh, same-sex couples adopting. So, nope. uh, technically, legally, she kidnapped her because she didn't carry her. Because um, she, what, Tina had the child. Exactly. So, uh, you know, so she's on the lam trying to, Alice is still trying to recover from, you know, Dana's death. I mean, everybody's kind of still going through some shit with that. Um, and everything, but season four, I like season four um, mostly for the comedic side of things uh, because well, season three was so heavy. You know, we get we get to see Helena poor because yeah. after the wedding, Which the buffalo Peggy cut her off, and that's when she finds out that everybody's her true friend. And mm-hmm. we get to meet Poppy. I fucking love Poppy, <laughs> Janina Gavankar, who plays Poppy. Like I just like this is one of the best. We needed some comedy after three. 
Yeah. And Poppy is, yeah, you know, she comes in like episode two of yeah. season four. And it's because Alice has found her. She is also a hub on the chart. We come back to the chart. And she's got more sexual conquest than what Shane does. Yeah. And so Alice is set on this mission of finding Poppy. And, or she called it Pappy. And then <laughs> she's like, girl, no, that's Poppy. And so she finally meets Poppy. And Poppy, she sleeps with Alice. Then the next fucking day is that Alice is getting out of that limo. She sees Helena running because Helena is broke. She's living with Alice. And she, you know, she gets Helena and adds that. I mean, Alice and Helena just got added to her list on the chart. Like, it was just funny mm-hmm. shit, man. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just like a lot. There's so many, like, different little things throughout season four. Because like you said, I mean, season three was very heavy. So this one was very, this was much more lighthearted. Because um, there's, like, we get, what, three? No, four. Technically four. We get four new characters introduced. You get Poppy, Tasha, um, Phyllis. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, uh, I love Phyllis. Shepherd, <laughs> Simple Shepherd's char- character, Phyllis, gets introduced. Um, and then... We get Jody in season four. Oh, I forgot about Jody. Yeah, Jody. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then Jody's introduced as well. But we um, get Molly. Molly wasn't introduced in season four. Season we don't five. Get her- nah, season five. Oh, okay. I was thinking she showed up and went off on her mom. No, she shows. Uh, she shows up in season five. It's very early in season okay. five and goes off on her mom. And then right. they try to like repair their relationship, which introduces her to the group and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I re- I remember because Leonard, you know, just lost his shit when he showed up at Alice. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. in the okay, yeah. okay. So basically, sorry. Basically, Alice hooks up. So Bet comes back. They they you know. Not, they don't reconcile, but they figure some shit out. Um, so basically, they go back to Jane Lynch's character, um, the, the attorney, uh, Joyce, Joyce. Wishnia. And uh, so Joyce is like, Yo, look, if we do this, she's going to go in the system and be another number. And like, I mean, she breaks it down for them. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, we got to get our shit together because we never want that. Neither one of them would want that. So um, they eventually figure out an arrangement. Uh, Bet gets a job at uh, California University, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, which introduced Phyllis, who is the dean of the college that Bet works for, and <laughs> Phyllis is a old budding lesbian. And yep. there's another line, another great Bet man. Bet got oh, she has so many good lines. Bet, but at one point they're like at the planet, and uh, Bet invited Phyllis. Well, technically Phyllis invited herself, but Bet invited Phyllis to go hang out with them, and. Uh, Bet's like telling the group, like, look, this is my boss. Um, she's just now peeking out of the closet as we speak. Just don't make her feel like the oldest living lesbian ever or something like right. that. And then she's like and immediately turns on the, you know, the, the business side of Bet, you know, the charm and everything. Um, but uh, Phyllis is introduced and Phyllis and Alice end up hooking up. <laughs> they they and, date for a hot minute, man. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They end up hooking up. They date for a hot minute. Um she, you know, Alice decided she she needed to, you know, spread her seed. She wanted to experience all the women. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, but yeah, Shane uh, is now inherited a little brother. Um, Jenny, uh, she, when, when did Jenny show back up? Jenny, uh, what's she doing? I mean, she she rolls in. I mean, she was with what? I don't fucking remember. 
don't know. I think it, it was at some point in three, wasn't it, with Max? Because I know we started dealing with Max right away. Because yeah. Max was a trans- transition in season four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Um, And then, uh, do you remember the basketball game? The basketball game, again, my favorite episodes are when the whole group are doing shenanigans. <laughs> when, oh my god. It's called Layup. It is episode four of season four. It's episode this I know. four, yeah. I, that, this much I do know. I may not know the names, uh, really, or the episode numbers, but this one I do remember. Because it was fucking hilarious. Oh, well, God. Because it's Poppy. who Poppy's from the quote-unquote wrong side of the tracks. And Poppy, and, and well, she calls Shane Vanilla. Because Poppy sees Shane as her competition for all the women. And she likes to get under her skin. Yeah. And Poppy call, Poppy's always calling Shane Vanilla. And, I mean, I can't deal with it. Like, I think Alice introduced her to the group, like, in a couple episodes. Maybe two or three. Yeah. Um. And then they decide, you know, because her, you know, they always pick up girls at, they have a pickup basketball game, and she gets two or three numbers. So they think, you know, it's a place to meet girls. So Alice rounds up the team, which has never <laughs> played a sport in their life, other than maybe Bet. Oh, no, no other. Guy. Bet played basketball in high school. She, yeah. just, she says it. She played basketball in high school. She's like, I haven't played basketball since I was in high school or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. It's Bet. And Jenny and Alice and Shane and Tina shows up to play. They won't let Tina play, and because Tina's dating men again. And Poppy's like, "Girl, we don't." So she's on her own Poppy team. Oh my god! I freaking this episode, y'all. Oh, Kit, you forgot Kit. Kit and Helena too. So it's literally the entire gang is at this basketball game, and oh my god, it's just. It's freaking hilarious because, of course, Poppy's crew is, like, actually good. They're um, actually ballers, man. Yeah. You know, and, you know, our crew is not, like, by any means of the word. Um, but then, like, do you remember the scene where they go to um, get shoes? Like, they have to have matching uniforms. Like, it's, it's street oh, yeah. ball. You know? Like, you don't need matching uniforms when you're playing street ball. Like, it's just, you no. Know. So they go get matching shoes, matching uni- Like, it's just, it's just. A hot ass mess, and it's, it's great when they get out on the court. Like, all Jenny does is she yells, No, <laughs> and drinks coffee. Like, yeah, she's like, Don't pass it to me. They pass her the ball, and she like shrieks away from it. And of what? course, another steal. And bet, like, you know, you know how bet is, you know, Miss what freaking... is it that Poppy says to bet, and bet's like, well, Oh, Poppy. oh, I got this line, I got this <laughs> yeah. line memorized. She's like. It's okay, Brown Barbie. You know, yeah. uh, the first line she says, "What do you do on Rodeo Rot- Rodeo Drive?" And Bet steals. <laughs> She's like, "Shopping, bitch!" And takes the ball and makes it up. And then the second laugh, after they start losing. Um, uh, Bet like ball in or something like. Well, she's like, she starts cussing. And Jenny's like, Jenny's like, Bet, you're scaring, you're scaring me. me. She's like ball <laughs> in and like chucks the ball in or was about to chuck the ball in. And Poppy's like, "Don't get mad, Brown Barbie." And Bet, oh my God, Bet's she like, who you calling Brown Barbie? Car- you trop- Carmelita Trop- 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 Yeah. Oh my God, it's just, oh my God, it's fucking hilarious. Fuck. Oh my God, that yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes ever. Another one of my favorite lines. Who you calling Brown Barbie? Carmelita Tropicana. <laughs> Shopping, bitch. Oh my God, <laughs> fucking. She said fucking Carmelita Tropicana because yeah. Bet is notorious for using an F word, but. Um, but yeah, it just, it, but the basketball game is probably my favorite 
like group shenanigan like mm. episode scene or whatever because it's just it's perfect like it's just so ridiculous and i love how competitive that gets and like at one point like her and like tina's like tina's double dribbling oh yeah and that is like just i mean she's like all up on tina and seems like stop fucking fouling me that's like well stop fucking traveling and like takes the ball <laughs> <laughs> oh this show oh my god, god i love it i know it's just y'all it's so good just ugh. I mean, and what's funny is, like, we're doing this from memory, so you know it had to stick. Because, I mean, I haven't watched the full, like, the full series in probably, I don't know, six years? Something like that? Yeah. I mean, we'll go and we'll watch episodes, and we'll watch favorite scenes, and we know what episode to go to. That's the thing of this. I mean, because, like, I honestly, I you know, I wrote a few notes down. But it wasn't like I was watching the episodes again. I was just writing from memory. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean, that's just how it's memorable the show is, man. It's yeah. good. It's memorable, you know. Um, you, like, you have stuff like that. Of course, you have like the seriousness of it. But really and truly, like my favorite parts are the comedic parts because some of the one-liners are just classic. Um, and phrases and sayings that I actually use in my daily language um when i'm talking about stuff mm-hmm. so um but yeah like oh speaking of so you know bet loves the f word like nobody can say the word fuck like that porter no if ands or buts about it nobody mm-hmm. can say the word like that porter like she's just oh my god but um yeah oh also we said that you know we got a few characters introduced um tasha so tasha is introduced. She's a friend of Poppy's. Poppy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go to uh, Shane ends up doing this like modeling thing or something, and so she gets well, invited to the or some shit. Her brother broke uh, broke his arm at on a skateboard while they were all playing this fucking basketball game. So Shane to get money because he didn't have or she didn't have insurance on him, and this kid just got got dropped on her. Goes and does these modeling for Calvin Klein, and Kate actually did that modeling. Like I remember seeing those shots. I didn't, know that. Whole, I didn't know that. Was the real. whole thing was like, you're looking very Shane today, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I didn't know that was real. So, yeah. I didn't know she actually did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it might have so, been a promo, but I can, I can remember seeing that shit in magazines. Oh, really? Well, yeah, so Shane has to get money, you know, to help her brother, and she does the campaign, and then I guess the campaign was, like, sponsoring this, like, movie premiere or something. Um, and so the gang, well... Alice, Helena, and Shane. Am I missing somebody? That's it, right? It was just those those three? That yeah. Was, yeah. They go to the, the premiere and um oh do she invited Poppy and Poppy invited Tasha. And so mm-hmm. that's how they end up going. But they meet Tasha actually gets introduced in like a nightclub. Because doesn't Alice meet um Pop Poppy is teaching the girls how to play poker because I think at this movie premiere there's going to be this poker run or some shit mm. because it's um it's I don't know it's tied in with poker somehow and so Poppy's going to teach them all she she teaches Helena Shane and Alice how to play poker in preparation for like that high stakes um game that they're going to have mm. and so that's when um I don't remember if they meet at the poker or when they're at the nightclub Poppy introduces her to Tasha. I don't remember. Somewhere I, between a poker game and a nightclub, Alice meets Tasha. 
Well, okay, it has to be before then because um, the nightclub happens before because remember, Alice gets a black eye. Oh, yeah, 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 that's <laughs> She gets right. a black eye at the poker game when she's like, fuck my mother when she gets hit. <laughs> oh. But, uh, yeah, because then that's the, after that, that's the first time that they sleep together mm-hmm. is after they come home from the hospital. Um, but anyway, so Tasha's introduced at this nightclub because there's a line, speaking of great lines, season four had a lot of them. Speaking mm-hmm. of great lines and great, like, kind of back and forth, is uh, Jenny and Shane and Alice are at Jenny and uh, Shane's house. And Jenny had written a short story that got published in a magazine in New York. Oh, let's not forget <laughs> Les Girls, or as they all call it, Lay Girls, but it's Les Girls, the way Jenny wrote it. Yeah, and so it gets published, excuse me, it gets published, and um alice is like pissed off because jenny basically took stuff that happened in real life well you know in the show real life oh and she did just changed the name yeah barely and so uh alice you know they're getting ready to go to this nightclub and alice goes over to pick up shane and uh she's like shane or alice is like did you read it and shane's like no and she's like you need to read it because and she's like going to explain it and they have this like back and forth and then shane or shane don't care yeah, Shane doesn't care. Jenny's like, hey, I'm a writer. I pull from real life experiences and, you know, it influences my writing or whatever. It gives me creative juices, whatever. And Alice is like, oh, you know, it's not creative if you don't change names, you don't do anything, you just use the same thing. So then they're, they're going back and forth and there's this one part where Jenny is like, um, oh my gosh, it's the ghost of Monet. And he's telling me that he's so <laughs> sorry for using those water lilies by his pond to to paint, you know, water lilies or whatever. Jenny and, thinks she's a better writer than what she is. Yeah. And then That's the thing. Alice, she's full of herself. Alice, my girl Alice. Alice is like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I'm getting up, up, up. He's talking to me now. So weird. <laughs> he says, don't ever fuck. You know, she's like, um, okay, I'll <laughs> tell her. It's like, don't ever fucking compare yourself to me or something like that. And I was like, dude, Alice. You know, you, you do a lot of shit to get on my nerves sometimes, but you had some pretty good lines, too. And I was like, mm-hmm. like, just, like, they're, the exchanges amongst the group can be some of the best, like, dialogue and, like, memorable dialogue. Um, because, uh, and then, I think it's the same episode, right? Because they tell uh, Bet, because Bet hasn't read it either. <laughs> and Oh, that's later, because... Oh, is it later? Because they take, it's a couple episodes later, because they take the short story, and you may I may be ahead of you, but the short story turns into a book. And oh, that's right. It is the book. It's not the magazine anymore. That's right. Yeah. You're right. And anyway, Beth's like, um, and so she gets James. God have James is the unsung James. hero. James, James is James the is... MVP of the show. Like he is the underdog MVP of the entire show. Because James, boy, he went through some shit too, man. Mm-hmm. Like he was Beth's assistant, so you know, he got beat up a lot. Um, but anyway, it's this book and comes out the Les Girls and Bet has James hunt her down a copy of this thing. Like when she starts uh when she's like reading it, she's like laying in bed and she's reading it and she's like, Oh, it's not accurate. It's not even grammatically correct. Fuck you. Fuck you, Jenny Shepard. It's like loses it. At her bedside, like she's like she's literally in pajamas, in bed, 
reading this book and she is just losing her shit while she's reading it and um it is it's freaking hilarious like bet like i said bet porter using an f-bomb is just i i, I love i literally there's like videos on youtube of bet porter just saying at the f-word like just saying fuck like mm-hmm. this literally it's just it's just super cuts of her saying the f-word like it's so great um but uh yeah it just like and then like so alice breaks up with phyllis like what like episode six because she does i know she does it like right after her and tasha sleep together if i remember correctly because that's when her husband yeah, shows up right i want to say yeah it's it's between six and eight because leonard i know shows up like in nine for mm-hmm. a fact i don't know i remember that because i just thought that was so fucking funny that he shows up on alice's doorstep because he wants to know what she did to to you know get his wife to jump shit mm-hmm. and you know alice and tasha are naked in bed and they sit there and they're consoling leonard and just trying to talk him out of it and i mean they just <laughs> people kind of showed up there was what one was it shane shows up because i think no it's um it's poppy poppy oh, yeah. shows up because right? you know and alice is calling to be like leonard is here your husband's in my bed you know she's having to call phyllis and tell him yeah but yeah man. It, like it's, it's helena helena uh, and, poppy. and poppy i think yeah. poppy, Alice, yeah, it's before. oh my god it's some it's some funny shit man yeah but i mean like these are i mean there's nothing really like like for the plot of the overall show really in season four i mean there's a little bit of stuff but like it's well, just it's- the main thing is the les girl jenny's short story the fact that it becomes a book everybody hates it but hollywood's so hyped over it because tina's now working for a studio she's like an executive and so her you know studio they win the bid they're going to make this book into a movie and that's where the fucking craziness carries us all the way into you know season Mm -hmm. five jesus mercy yeah um yeah it like uh didn't um well, Paige, we skipped right over Paige. I know we talked because to, she's I, not relevant. Like <laughs> that was just trash. Boo. We skipped we over the goal. You know. We have the goal of Paige. Like not relevant. She burned Shane's shit down because Shane's being a dick. Actually, no. Shane burned her own shit down because. All right, now this is fact. Um, you know. Season six, which is the crazy episode. But if we're acting like season six didn't happen, maybe Paige did burn it down. All right. So season six, it happened. So then to like keep everybody involved, they would release like these interrogation tapes after every one of the episodes or whatever to kind of for you to see. Because, you know, Eileen was planning on it being the farm. You know, we were basically going to get an orange with the new black. Orange and new black, yeah. yeah. And, um, Anyway, that didn't happen, thank God. One of the interrogation tapes convince it, commit, I've had wine, what did, what am I saying? Um, admits to burning down wax. I don't know why, but she fucking burns down wax, like, for insurance money. Go with me. So that's why I feel like season six has to be a fever dream of Jenny's. It really had to be a fever dream. And so, I'm with you. I always thought Paige burned it down into that stupid tape. But we all thought Paige burned that shit down, because let's face it, it 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 was could have happened but you know they all get because jenny dies in season six big spoiler um she she dies they think she's killed 
whatever. Why did she need the insurance money? Girl, I, your guess is as good as mine. That makes no sense. I never watched them. Uh-huh. I've just I've always read the recaps of them, and that's that was one of those that was out there. Everybody's like, "What the fuck?" Paige yeah. did that shit, you know? Yeah, that's Paige. Oh, wow, my bad, my bad, Paige. I've been blaming you for two years. <laughs> my fault. Shit. Like, wow. Okay. Wow. Mm, you learn something new every day, people. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that definitely would have been a huge plot hole because then there's no reason, like, what was the reasoning behind her burning it down? She had a successful business. She did. Like, you had a successful business. Shane being Shane Shane burns everything that she has good to the ground. So literally she burned, that that would have been terrible writing. So that's why I'm holding it out that Paige really burned it down because season six was Jenny's fever dream. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, uh, holy shit, what if, I just thought about this, what if, so you remember at the end of season four, when Jenny is, like, in that, like, boat, and she, like, floats off in the ocean or some oh, shit, and ends day. up in, like, Mexico? It was that Tasha's going away party, her and Sounder, too, roll out into the <laughs> boat, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. So you- yeah, oh yeah. By the way, people, um, Tasha ends up, she's in the military, she ends up getting, uh, called back to active duty, and, uh, they have a going away party at the end of season four. But, um, at the end of season four, when Jenny, Jenny goes to the party, and like, like the last shot of the episode is like the boat, like floating on the water, and it's empty beside the dog in the boat. And uh, I'm just thinking about it. Like, what if since since they're saying season six didn't happen, what if like seasons five and six didn't happen though? Like, uh, what did if I lose Molly? Okay, well here, hear me out. Okay. What if, what if that boat scene, like she like fell in the water, right? And like somebody basically, we have like a almost like a Jason Bourne type moment. She like mm-hmm. falls in the water and like basically is like in a coma. And is having, you know, like a fever dream, like you said. This is, like, all going on in her mind. Which then... Which it would. Yeah. I mean, it's elaborate enough, right? Then she wakes up in Generation Q, and none of that shit happened. And they could just, you know, fill us in that happened in the last two years of the show. hmm Because in that way, if you think about it, that way you can kind of explain where everybody went and what happened to people. Um, you know, based off of the ones that are able to come back to do the show and which ones aren't. That's true. It's possible, girl. Yeah, possible. I just thought about that just now. But they could. Interesting theory, man. Um, I don't know. Um, like, oh, Bet and Tina. So Bet and Tina, season four. You know, Bet. She's a. She's trying to get with Jody. Jody was a character that was introduced season four. She's a teacher at the school where Bet is, like, an assistant dean. I'm thinking that's what she mm-hmm. is. Yep. Um, and uh, so, you know, Beth's trying to get with her. Tina realizes she made a huge mistake with being with Henry and now is, like, sprung on Bet. Yeah, um, but she dates the fucking director that's going to be the director of the movie. Yeah. And then but, shows up to a dinner party of with Bet and Jody with mm-hmm. Kate Arden. Yeah. And... Bet's like, I didn't know you were dating women again. Bet, bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bet, 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 bet. I fucking love you. Uh, yeah. Like, it's, you know, 
so they're going through that and you know co-parenting and um you know that they they don't really i bet tina weren't really as interesting uh in season four no um but season five season five Woohoo! let's roll on into it season five that is the tibet season 100 mm-hmm. percent. that is the tibet season um you know uh Trying to think, uh, Alice, uh, what's going on with her? Um, well, this is where you know Tasha Tasha gets put on trial for because yeah. this don't ask, don't tell was a thing, and um, Tasha instead of going to Iraq gets held back, and they're like, for what? And it's because she's suspected of homosexual activity. So that's their story is the two of them dealing with how to navigate that, yeah. which that's you know at that time like that's a huge that was a huge thing so i you mm-hmm. know it's kind of cool that they that they touched on that um but uh and then shane um shane she she kind of well she burned that thing burned down in what season five or season four in a season four whack um it's got to be five because her and well let's see her and Paige break up like the first or two, because, first or yeah, second episode of season five, right? This season, episode three of season five is a great one because it's where Shane has squared off sex. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> they go and take the self-defense class. Again, when all the gang is taking and doing shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And they go to do this self-defense class with Kit because Kit got robbed. The planet got robbed. And, you know, uh, she's, you know, they just, she had just broken up with Paige not long before that and so then she's goes into that and jenny and giving her shit because of the instructor being hot into her so yeah i enjoy that yeah um well then like there's uh do they go to the wedding like if they get whose wedding was that i can't remember whose wedding it was but when they go to the wedding it was and like wallace shawn's the oh that's fucking, right yeah. yeah um and then like there's like one point where shane like sleeps with like two bridesmaids and her the mother of the bride the yeah, and like yeah. the mother of the bride, and like she has to literally run to get away from them, and like she like hops on the back of Jenny's car because she can't get her keys because it's valet, and so she can't get her keys to get her truck. Like, She's bro, like, drive, drive, drive. Uh huh. Yeah, like, bro, what? Just, just madness. Just pure madness. Um, well, I mean, honestly, season five kind of goes off the rails for me. It does. It's all centered around Jenny's movie. Let it get on by. So they're dealing with Jenny being a snot. You know, anything she wants to do, they let her do. She ends up taking over and being her own director because when she was in the boat and floated to Mexico, she met Wallace Shawn, who ended up taking over, bought this fucking, you know, picture company for her to make it. And we also meet Whacked Out Adele, which Adele comes to L.A. to meet Jenny because this book, um, was, was it the book? Or it was the the spoke share suit. It was a short story, I think. Something that Jenny had wrote. Something Jenny had written, because Jenny's this, you know, great writer. Um, <laughs> Adele shows up and has read and reread. She's a fan of Jenny. And Jenny she, treats her she like promised. shit. She's, she's like a stan, and then she gets hers, though. But that's the thing is, she faked being a stan. She literally comes in and single white females the fuck out of Jenny. That's yeah, what happens. Like, she does. And I ain't mad at her about it. Like, I couldn't stand her, but I wasn't mad about it. Nah. 
<laughs> Ginny needed to be taken down or not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, Ginny, ugh, you know, Ginny just, she just went through, she just did some shit that was just like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. And, like, one of them is when she, you know, gets all this quote-unquote power and, you know, goes to her head and she, um, mm-hmm. she, Ginny, like, she gets one iota of power and, like, goes power crazy and loses her shit, yeah. treats everybody like shit. And then that shit comes back, like, you you know, that's why, just just be nice to people. Well, like, we have that, and then we end up, we get, damn, Don Dimbo and Lover Cindy. Oh my god, you know, they were, like, the like, worst but, characters. I, like, they were. They, they were just useless. They were useless. Like, what was the... <laughs> the only thing they were good for is we got that damn mob sit-down scene. Yeah. <laughs> that was all they were good for. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Mm. You know, they come in, just, they're gonna take over the the planet and yeah it was just awful like i didn't get it didn't uh, get it yeah it, it just well it i don't i mean you know season five while i enjoyed it it was like that should have been the final season yeah like, like they, they should have just ended it i feel like the, if they would have ended it with the episode they ended it on um like you know season season five episode 12 where you know, Bet and Tina are happy and they're together and they you know, the doing well. They were they were up that dance floor. Oh my god, mm. yeah. Um, you know, like they they just they could have ended it right there, and I think everybody's stories, quote unquote, were wrapped up. You know what I mean? Um, barring you know the whole Shane and Jenny and that other what was her name, Nikki. Um, oh my that god, whole I situation. I love me some Kate French who plays Nikki. Ooh, mercy. <laughs> She's just fine. <laughs> I'm just being um, honest. Uh, no, I then I appreciate your honesty because it's great. Oh, uh, but yeah, like I, you know, barring that, but it makes sense because Jenny is chaotic, and Shane is chaotic. You know, in in different ways, but they're still chaotic. So having that kind of weird situation go on would make sense that their story ended like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, and then everybody was okay. Like, they could have just ended it right there, and, you know, it would have been fine. In my opinion, it would have been fine. Yeah, I would have been fine with that. Yeah, me too. Because, like, season five, you're right. It was just, it was very all over the place. Like, there was really no rhyme or reason to a lot of it. Um, most, I think the only kind of real guided story was Tybet. Yeah. Like, that's like, it. Like, everything that, else that was kind of like. Like, you knew what, everything yeah. had to come together in the culmination of them being together again. Yeah. It had to. Now, speaking of knowing episodes and stuff, which I appreciate the fact that you do, this I, is the season I, I do knowledge. know the numbers for things, mm-hmm. um, and we, we got to talk about episode four. Oh, okay then. Uh, episode I, four. You know what? You know what I'm talking about. Episode I, I, as a Tibet stand. Episode I, season five, episode four. Yes. I mean, <clears throat> that's one of yeah. Season five, episode four is one of the best. That's probably one of the best, like, kiss scenes I've ever seen on any TV this show. This happens at... Okay, this is why we have Dom Denbo and Lover to open She-Bar. So we I could guess. get this moment. I guess. Okay, we'll give them... I'll, you know what? I'll give them that. You know? All right. Fine. That's your, that's your relevance. But other than that, that and the mob scene. Other than that, no. But, um, yeah, like, that scene was so incredibly right. well Set done. Up. And Set and up. 
it was okay. So you have uh she bar opens and they invite the gang to mm-hmm. their opening night or whatever, right? Um, and they're you know, they really invite Kit and Kit's like, Well, I'm gonna go, you know, you know, support, you know, um business women in business that yeah. is so the girls are like, Okay, we're gonna go. So they go with her, um, and uh you bet goes. Um, you know, again, mostly to support Kit, but Bet and Jody, Bet, Jody, Tina, pretty much everybody goes to this thing. Tina comes with. Um, Tina comes with her heart doctor. Yeah, Yeah, her date, Um, the heart doctor. And you know they're they're going, they're having a good time, whatever. Um, Shane goes off to sleep with the owners. Um, Shane went to have a threesome as you would. Kit's doing Kit. She ends up leaving early. Um, and Bet, uh, Bet's just it's not her thing. Like, you know. But that's kind of old. That's kind of old school. She she's more like, I'm kind of like her. I I like to be curled up and in bed by like ten o'clock, you know. Um, and that's late for me. Ten o'clock is late for me. But that's kind of mm-hmm. how that is. You and, know, it's late for me, girl. Um, you know, the day the day of they had this thing or whatever. Um, they were at that self defense class, and you start seeing signs, and you saw it before, but you start seeing signs of. That rekindling, yeah, between Tybet. As soon as Bet found out Tina was dating women again, like nope, th- no. you knew that shit was going down. You knew they were getting back together. Yeah, um, and so you kind of see that that the the sparks are there. And, and but here's the thing: Tina was dropping that shit before, like mm-hmm. through the whole beginning of season five, um, because you know she and Alice even calls her out on it. She's like, "Look, you need to stop." hanging out with her so much once uh jody comes back but so you start seeing that and then you had that the group uh karate class and then they go to the the bar and uh bet is she's like ready to go she said she had to go grab shane before she can leave or something like that and she ends up finding tina and tina is like in this like i'm assuming it's like a vip room vip suite yeah, or something because it they were the only two people in this room. Yeah. Um, and I guess it maybe just wasn't open yet, or I don't know, maybe it's another bar, I don't really know. But so, you know, she's like hiding um from her, her date because I guess she's just she's too much, you know, she's crazy, fucking crazy is what she said. And uh, you know, Beth's like, Oh, okay, you know, cool, whatever. And, you know, Tina's like, I just she's like, This isn't my thing, like, I don't really like you being bars, blah blah blah. And, you know, Beth's kinda like, see <laughs> Bet is like, it's like it, watching Bet in this scene. Like reminds me of like if Superman was like flirting with Kryptonite. Like he knows it's bad for, him, <laughs> right? He knows it's bad. If Superman was flirting with Kryptonite, that is the best fucking right? analogy, right? Though, like you know, he knows it's bad for him. He knows it's not going to end well by any means. But he's still attracted to it, and there's a lot but, of his you know, there. <laughs> Tina even says she was like, "At least you got Jody to go home to," and that's when you see, uh, mm-hmm. oh no, <laughs> yeah. And I like immediately. I remember watching that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "But yeah," but I was like, "Oh shit!" Like here we go, serial cheater yet again. You know, mm-hmm. it, it. But you could just see it on on Bet's face, and you just know she's like, "Oh fuck!" Like. I'm I'm in serious trouble right now, but mm-hmm. I can't get away from it. And they like this this scene is like I said, it's probably one of the best 
not even just kiss scenes, but one of the best scenes of television I think I've ever seen. Like, just, and it was all unscripted. So they're, you know, they're still having this talk, and, and, um, uh, what's her face? Tina's about to leave. Mm. And as as she's walking out, she gets grabbed and pulled back in. And then they, they share this, like, just ridiculously beautiful, magical, kiss and i mean it's like literally everything rolled into one it's hot it's you know i mean just everything like in a kiss and and like during and then like after the kiss like their their heads meet and like uh uh beth starts crying which again this unscripted so she starts crying and like shaking crying and like you know she's being consoled and because like they know like they know they're like we just can't not be together and, but we know that there's going to be so much shit that we have to go through. And I am so destructive. I mean, this is all the, you can see all the emotions and like all the questions. I mean, it just all everything. You can see everything happening in this one shot. Like they have not moved. It's literally the, like a single camera on them, mm-hmm. you know, holding each other. And that's it. And you can see everything in this one shot. And like the music, the song that they chose for this, I don't know the name, and that you probably do, but the song that they chose for uh, this scene and like the placement of the song, oh my god, it's just it's it's just great. Like it's so incredibly good. You can find it on YouTube. There's, I mean, I think it's probably been re-YouTubed like a million times because it's just it's an amazing scene. But like it, it just it's it's astounding. Like I'm, I can't even say anything more about it but it was just so strong and then boop, that's the end of, of episode four like it, oh, yeah. it, it, they, they start making out again and it cuts right there but like and then like the, the like the 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 um was it like the shoulder scratch arm scratch like i, I just oh my god it, it, and the, the song by the way that you're looking for that is dream by Alice smith like oh. it is just like yeah it's it it's perfect yeah i i mean like the see that is to me the best scene again of really one of the best scenes of any show I've ever seen, but it's probably the best scene of the L word. Like mm-hmm. to me. Like that's my favorite. Uh, uh, honestly, scene. I think I would agree with that because I mean don't get me wrong, we all enjoy the sex scenes and mm-hmm. my favorite probably my well, my I said Dana and Alice was my favorite, but honestly the one coming up in episode nine is probably my favorite, and it is Beth and That's Tina. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, I don't know that it was that is that between Beth and Tina was when you knew exactly what the show was all about. Mm-hmm. We knew it was the group, we knew it was the friends, we knew it was that. But the whole continuity of it is Beth and Tina need to I, they belong together, and they need to figure their shit out. Like whatever, no matter what. Bet and Tina belong together. Yeah, I mean, I oh my god, it's it like I sometimes I'll like go and just like randomly go to YouTube and like rewatch it, like when I'm just watching random videos. But it is, it's just it's such and it's so pivotal too. Like you said, like it's just it shows you exactly what the show is about, like what they were trying to go for as far as like showing a relationship, because you know, and then too, it's a it's a culmination of everything we saw from season one up until now all of the mm-hmm. highs and lows of that relationship and 
you know, and it's what I think it's like thirty seconds, maybe. Like not not the kissing yeah. part, not the whole scene, but like the whole scene I think is like three minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for that through that three minute scene or scenes, I should say, um, you can't. You see all of that from season one to season five, and then the kiss just kind of wraps everything up, and you're like, "Yep, there's no, you can't even question it anymore." Like it, <laughs> Jody, bye, bitch. Like it ain't gonna happen, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> Sorry, and, girl. Yeah, I mean, I I feel for you, but it's just it's not gonna happen. Um, you're not you're you can't compete with that. You can, I mean, you can't. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing or no one that that you're gonna be able to compete with that kind of. I mean, it was just so intimate too, and it was just a kiss. Like, it was not. There was nothing, you know, sexual about it, or like it, it was just it was it just was, intimate. It was in that moment, those mm-hmm. two people knew each other completely. Like they were home. That's what it was. Like yeah. you knew as soon as that happened, you're like, these they're home. But now they've got to deal with the other shit that is outside of just them. Yeah. I mean, it's just oh my goodness. So good, guys. So good. Just go watch it. It's awesome. Um, but and then, you know, we can jump to <laughs> I love with the again, one of the shenanigans, they have the party. I think it's oh, the next God. episode. I think it's episode. Yeah, five. where Jenny yeah. introduces all the people that are playing them, they inter- yeah. she introduces everybody to their character. <laughs> oh my god, another great, another great bet line. Uh, where we, oh yeah, episode five, where Jenny, you know, she introduces the gang to the people that are going to be playing them, and they're like vastly different, and they cast a white woman for Bet, and Bet is just not, she's just not having it. She's like, you cast the whitest woman you could possibly find to play me. Like, I mean, she goes off. And the fucking actress is like, yeah, she's like, like, she's black. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Like, I thought it was fun. I thought it was pretty funny. I was like, really? Oh, she's black? No, no shit. Like, how how could you not see that? But anyway, um, but that party was pretty fun. And then like Tina, she is like super drunk. She is fucking trash. Um, because she's dealing with the fact that <laughs> she's not over that whole relationship that she's had. In the, I mean, just mm-hmm. between four and nine, the angst of Tibet well, is amazing. And then, you know, they try to rationalize it. They're like, well, are we just acting this way because we know each other so much? And they start seeing fucking Dan Foxworthy, who is the worst therapist of all. Oh, okay? my God. He's so terrible. But apparently they love him. And they just, you know, they go and see him. They're dealing, you know, of course, Alice and Shane still, Alice and Tasha are still dealing with, you know, Tasha's trial or whatever. But, you know, Bet and Tina are trying to figure their shit out. Mm-hmm. And when you, since you brought up nine, I'm fixing to go to nine because. So in nine, it's called Liquid Heat. And they have, LA has these rolling blackouts because they're always needing power or whatever, you know. They don't want to so use too much of fucking people. <laughs> well, anyway, um, Bette and Tina are at Dan Foxworthy's office. They are on an elevator. First of all, Kit called them out on their bullshit because <laughs> <laughs> Bette had stopped by the planet to get drinks, of course, you know, get, get coffee. And what she ordered was not Jody's order, and Kit knew it. <laughs> and she said, oh, well, me and Tina's meeting at Dan's, and she's like, what you and Tina? What you mean you and Tina? You know, I love I can't help but I love Kit. 
And um, she said, oh, you know, well, this co-parenting Angie, we just want to make sure we're good. We're right there. And bet and Kit goes, now I know you're lying because there ain't I nothing know. wrong with baby girl, <laughs> you know. And, you know, Kit knows what Beth's doing. She's like, girl, don't hurt Jody. You know, don't do this. And um, Beth's like, it's fine. You know, whatever. So anyway, Beth's going to be Beth and Beth's going to do Beth, okay? Mm-hmm. True. And I appreciate Beth in this. So anyway, her and Tina are in the elevator. They're headed up to Dan's office and the fucking power goes out. They are trapped. All right. Middle summer. It's hot. Bet apparently doesn't like small spaces. She starts to panic. And you start to see Tina caring for Bet. You know, you see, I mean, we know it, but we get to actually start seeing this. Mm-hmm. And she starts talking her out, out of the panic attack. And they're sitting completely opposite of each other. And, you know, they've got their shoes off at this point, And um, they start analyzing each other. Uh, you know, each one of them's Dan asking the other, asking a question like, well, but why do you think you would act this way? You know, doing, you know, playing this role playing. And it turns out like the first time they actually touch, it's just the tips of their toes. And I hate feet people, but I enjoy this. <laughs> and it, it's just, they keep doing these questions. and. You know, bet one of the questions she asked herself is, you know, about fucking things up and not wanting to hurt people. And, um, you know, Bet's just like when she searches her soul, you know, she knows it's Tina. And I mean, all at once, it's like they they have inched closer and closer together with each question. And then, bam, it mm-hmm. happens that dirty. I mean, in the elevator. I mean, they do it right there. I have no problems with it. This is when we get to see precious little Molly and Shane finally get it on. We, I mean, we haven't even introduced you to Molly yet, but we love Molly. Because mm-hmm. um, Molly had been freaking it out about doing it. And then Molly's like, no, I just want to do it right. And so the prayer goes out and it happens. Yeah. But Ooh. like this, I mean, this whole episode is every one of the, every character that's with anybody has sex in this episode. This mm-hmm. is one of my favorite episodes. And the elevator scene with Bet and Tina is. It's in my top. It's probably my top sex scene. I just love the really? honesty. I love the vulnerability. I mean, public place. I just think, well, them two finally admitting things to each other that they should have admitted to each other before they were ever together. Years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's why I love it. Yeah. We, I, also I mean, the, we also get the mafia sit down in this one. That's true. We do get the mafia sit down, um, <laughs> which is great. Um, but, uh, Something you said about uh, Bet and Tina, like how they have that, like basically that that powwow, I guess. It, mm-hmm. And it makes sense that they did this in this elevator because, like, now there's nobody around. There's no bullshit. Like, yeah. there's nobody around. There's no distractions. It's just you oh. and them, and you know, honesty. That's it. Like, I mean, if you can't be honest here, where were you gonna be honest at? You mm-hmm. know. And they just have that like breakdown, and they acknowledge the things that they did wrong and they also acknowledge you know what they're doing first pers- now is wrong um and you know because bet like she mentioned she's like i feel like i'm destructive like anything good yeah. i have i i destroy um and then you know tina she's like you know i was terrible you know i i you know said a lot of stuff i should have done which in retrospect she's right but 
I think a lot of it was just, it was a lot of hurt and anger and, you know, all that shit gets bottled up. Eventually it's going to pop at some point, you know? And, mm-hmm. you know, so they both did a lot of dirty shit. Um, and this was the time for them to acknowledge it in order to move on. And this is like another episode where you're just like, yeah, that, mm, that relationship outside of these two, that ain't gonna work. Um, True. So, uh, I just, yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it, that's one of, probably one of my favorite episodes too, um, just because you have that, um, that openness that's shown on there um, with those two. Right. And all the bullshit gets cleared and it's like, all right, now what are we going to do to move forward and figure the rest of this new, you know, newfound respect and, you know, love and everything for each other. What are we going to do now? Um, so it's, you know, well, it's, it is a pivotal, I think it's definitely a pivotal episode for Tibet for sure. Um, mm-hmm. uh, let me see what else. Um, well, Molly. So, Molly's introduced. She's the daughter of Phyllis. Um, she like took like a a what do you call? I don't even a sabbatical. Thank you. Um, she took like a sabbatical from like grad school or some shit. Um, and she's introduced to the gang, and you know it just becomes part of it. Not really. Like she really didn't hang out with anybody else. No. Um, in season five, right? Like I'm not, I'm not wrong. I'm like, like no, like I don't, I can't think of. I mean, she no, would interact I mean, she with sh- you, but not the She would interact a with, well, like, Bet, of course, because, you know, but, um, you know, like, really the only time she hung out with them, and even then, her and Shane stuck off to a truck was when they did the, like, the Life Cycle episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That, that's really it. Yeah, that's the only episode I can think of. But really and truly, like, she was, they were always kind of, like, sectioned off up until that episode mm-hmm. um, with her. But she's introduced, and uh, they're, Shane and Molly's character arc, like, story, as far as, like, what happens in this season, is kind of funny, because she calls Shane on his bullshit, on her bullshit, and, um, and just watching, like, that whole thing unfold, and then also you get a kind of a taste of classism, because... Uh, yeah, Molly is yeah. rich. Molly grew up very rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and well, and then too, you have Phyllis. Like, it's interesting, you know. You, you, you let people into your circle, and you, you, I mean, it happens. It happens pretty not frequently, but it happens to people where you you allow new people into your circle, and you know, no, they haven't really been checked out yet, so you don't really know what you're gonna get into. But you you start to see their true colors, and um, mm-hmm. Phyllis. You got to see some real truth with Phyllis because she was like, uh, nope, this ain't gonna work. Uh, they're beneath you. Um, I mean, just some of the stuff she said. Yeah. She's like, yo, this, this is the person that you called a friend four episodes ago. So it's okay. You're okay with them just being your friend and not being really and truly a part of your life. But now that they're trying to have something with your daughter, now it's a problem. And I mean, if it was for, Shane being, you know, Shane, then okay, that's justifiable because you, I mean, you don't want your child to be hurt. Like that makes mm-hmm. sense. But like the reasoning behind, um, some of the stuff she said, like when they were, I think they were at Jody's like art gallery or opening or something like that, and um, you know, she was like, what did she say? She was like, oh, I would love to like party with Shane, but 
I wouldn't do anything else, you know, or something, you know, something to that effect. And it's just like, damn, Phyllis, like, that was a low blow, dude. Like, I mean. <laughs> like, you was trying to hit up Alice. What you think's going to happen? Because Alice and Shane are BFFing, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so they did, they actually did, you know, kind of address like, classism with that. Because, you know, Molly is this whole, you know, she's grad student and she's supposed to do like some kind of internship in D.C. And like, you know, all these like big things, which are great, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, But the fact that her mother had the audacity to basically say that Shane was beneath her, that was kind of fucked up. Like, yeah, Phyllis, I mean, I didn't really care for Phyllis to begin with, but I like And the thing is. Shane overheard this fucking conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so that split, you know, Molly and Shane up. And yeah. that's where, you know, Molly ends up chasing her on the fucking bicycle at the <laughs> at the life cycle ride, which Team Dana. Uh, mm. I guess that moment, we had just had a moment of silence without even asking for a moment. <laughs> we did. We, we just help ourselves. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. If you could have seen me like, I literally put my hand on my heart when I said well, I just, Wait, I just closed my eyes. I was just like, <laughs> like I'm like sitting ready for prayer or something. Oh my well, god. I mean, so what shit happens in that damn episode, like, it's the pink ride, of course, and it's for breast cancer awareness, and they're doing it, you know, it's the Subaru life cycle. Subaru's all, you know, spattered out, and it had to be Dana, because Subaru, all of this, you know. You know, Jennifer Bills in cycling attire, which, you know what? Jennifer Bills is a cyclist. She actually, she's a she's a triathlete. She's done a few triathlons. Yes, Net knows this, okay? Um, I might be able to show you some photos, just saying. But, um, yeah, now that aside, it is, it's a great episode. I mean, they, they do bring Dana back, because that's the one thing, is like, Dana dies, but they don't forget her. And that's the thing for me. Dana is bae, okay? That is my woman. Yeah. Um, but so much happens in this episode. We start out with this thinking, oh, it's going to be just like a Remembering Dana episode. Uh, nope. Molly nope. be chasing Shane down because of, you know, the classism that Phyllis had went through. Um, Nikki and Jenny are getting it on, so the director is banging their lead actress. And Nikki's having to, you know, be straight in the public eye because she's this hot young new actress. Um, Bette and Tina are still trying to conceal their feelings because, you know, they just banged in the last episode and now they're together. Um, and that was the one thing. Tina's like, I don't want Jody to know about us. If you know, if you're breaking it off, break it off. I don't want her to, you know. Tina even had consideration. She didn't want to hurt Jody. You know. Yeah. yeah. And um, so you know, I think a, a, like a group of uh, Tasha's old friends roll up, and Alice realizes how different they are. But at the same time, like they they just want to be together. It mm-hmm. shouldn't matter, you know, where they yeah. come from. Um, yeah. but Alice as you say, can't shut up. So after like the first day of this ride, they're all sitting in, in camp. They're doing these stupid stories or whatever. Molly and Shane have snuck off to go bang in the back of the tractor trailer. Um, And I don't remember if they were playing like, was it 20 questions or have I never? Oh, playing, never have I ever. Yeah, they were playing never have I ever. And so, you know, they're doing their drinks or whatever. And don't oh god i can't remember what the question is but whatever the question is tina drinks on it and alice goes wait did you drink or did you you know she starts talking she starts drilling bet actually on 
Bet's cheating history said, you know, she was a big old fat cheater until Jody and, you know, they're, you know, yucking it up or whatever. And Jody's like, oh, wait, are you cheating on me? You know, joking, not thinking. Mm -hmm. And then Alice. Bet's face. Bet's face gives it away. Uh Tina gets up and walks off. And I mean, oh, my God. Like, I mean, it was just, girl. Well, what happened was um, they were playing Never Have I Ever. And I think it came to Tasha. Mm-hmm. And the question was, uh, never have I ever kissed somebody that uh, wasn't I wasn't in a relationship with or something that's like what that. It was. Yeah, that's and what it was. Tasha was like, cheating is cheating, whether it's kissing or anything else like cheating is cheating. Mm-hmm. And um, bet bet or they were arguing about it. And then yeah. they were like, yeah, and it says something about, about bet. Yeah. Uh, and bet was like, well, and that was not really. And yeah, it's like, well, uh-huh. you're a big old fat cheater. So we know what side you're on. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the catalyst for that whole conversation. And then the, the storm out and, you know, all that stuff. And then, see, this is, like, uh, I just, okay, I'm probably going to get a lot of slack for this and everything. But I'm just not a fan of Pam Greer. And the reason being, I love her in Black Exposition films. Don't get me wrong. Okay, I got you. As Foxy Brown, you know, all that Jackie Brown, in Jackie Brown, all that stuff. Like, that I love. But... <laughs> It's like she never, to me, never really grew out of that. And, like, all of her characters, they all kind of have that same, like, I don't know. It's just, they all kind of seem the same. And They're it, all the sassy black woman. Pardon yes. me, I'm white. I, okay. I know. I, okay, maybe I can't you. say that. I, I was going to say, I was trying to figure out a way to say it without saying it. But, it, okay, we'll just be real. The sassy black woman. It's always It always seems like the sassy black woman, which... I don't I don't care for that because especially when you can have more range. I, to me it just gives more range. I get it. You know, it's not very much because not very much like that. stereotype and typecast. Exactly. I see that. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I'm not gonna lie, like I've honestly this was my introduction to Pam Grew. Like I, I hadn't seen Foxy Brown or anything like that until later, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah I guess I yeah. That's, that's, I understand why you don't like her. Yeah, I mean I just I and I have problems with a lot of other black actresses that do that. Um, and so, cause like she has the, the scene with bet when they're talking in the tents and mm-hmm. I'm just like, Oh my God, shut the fuck up. Just stop talking. Cause you're and just, let's not forget you know, way back when she said she was a, I was a hoe. I was oh, a high hoe. Okay, that's just one of my favorites. <laughs> Princess of darkness is correct. Well, what did you do? <laughs> I was a hoe. I was a high hoe. <laughs> Like, that shit was funny. Like, don't get me wrong. She had some real funny, like, moments and stuff. But, like, just overall, like, I didn't, I just didn't, I just didn't care for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, that could just be my hang-up. I don't know. But I just don't, I don't really care for her as an actress either because she's always tight. The same character. Yes. Um, but, and then, like, it was just even more, like, cringeworthy to me in the scene with Bet. How she was like, what the fuck? Oh, God. Just it was just so just overacted and just it was because like it wasn't necessary. Like Bet's already you know beating herself up about it and everything, and like you could still get on her without taking it up to that level, right? You know, um, and so I just I didn't care for it. They could have I don't don't know they could have got somebody else, but I mean Kit's a very beloved character. I mean I didn't dislike her character. I just didn't really care for her that much. But um, like that. Episode ten, like it's a good ep. I I like it. Like it's actually probably one of my favorite episodes, um, especially because you have that campfire scene 
as mm-hmm. much as it just presents all this drama, I still really like it because and I Nikki love Nikki and Nikki and Jenny end up making a sex tape and don't know what's going down. <laughs> yeah, because Adele's the worst and creepy. Yeah, what I love like the, the when they're sitting around the fire and um, you know they're they're having that conversation about the cheating, and Tybet is like looking at each other from across mm-hmm. the the fire. And it's just like, how is nobody else not seeing their faces? Like, are y'all that drunk? You're not seeing what's happening, this exchange <laughs> of looks it's that's like, happening? Jody like, girl. we need to have a conversation. <laughs> Jody girl, you deaf, not blind. Come on, baby. Right? <laughs> right? Like, catch up. Like, oh my gosh. But, and I, but I like that. Though. And I like the way that it was shot, how they kept kind of going back and forth. And like, really and truly, like, Tina gave it away the most. Because she's just like, the way she's it like clutched over and like, Bet, like, her face was kind of like, okay, you know, like, she looked a little guilty, but, but we all know. She could have passed it her. off as like, I can't believe you're fucking asking me this. Yeah, you know? exactly. We already know that about her. So that, her face could be related to that. But Tina's? No, no. Like, that shit was just clear as day. Like, I, well, how, how everybody missed that, I don't know. But anyway, um, but I really liked that episode just because of, like, you have, you know, the the Shali you got um what oh what was what was Tasha um and and what's the name's ship name Tasha and Alice yeah Talus no, that's Talus Talus um Talus uh pretty much everybody really truly mm-hmm. um sitting around and um, it's the you know, whole group own, I'm telling yeah. you that is the best episodes when it's everybody. Whether than like they had their own little stories within mm-hmm. the group arc. Um, so I really like that, especially with Talus. Um, you know, you had I like the reason what I loved about Talus, I think the most, was because a lot of the stuff that you didn't see with Tibet as far as like having an interracial relationship, yeah. you saw with Talus. Um, because you know, with Bet being half black, it's it's different. It's a little different. And showing, you know, what Tasha went, was going through, barring the military stuff. But, you know, some of the things that she said and some of the things that she did and, like, introduced Alice to realize, you know, Bet didn't do that. Or at least that we saw no. anyway. She didn't do that. So I liked how those two relationships kind of played off each other was showing what an interla- interracial relationship could potentially be like or, or basically are like. I mean, those are Those are things that do come up, you know. Um, so I really, I appreciated that, um, more so with Talus than I did with Tybet. So, um, and then you go into episode 12 and Tybet is essentially back together. Um, Jenny is no longer working on the movie. Uh, what else? Well, okay. So what happened here is, is it, is it in 11 or 12 where Helena shows up and buys Shibar? Because it's eleven, yeah. I guess that is, that's pivotal. 11, eleven. You yeah. know, they bought Don and Cindy by Ivan's fifty-one percent, and oh, then I... Helen, Helena, by the way, has been gone because Helena hooked up back in season four with the uh, poker lady, was indebted fifty thousand dollars. Then Helen was like, "Fuck this shit! I ain't going to be her slave." <laughs> then Helena skips town. This was that was one of my favorite episodes, though. I know you're. you're <laughs> Is when Pam Greer walks in there, get her get her a prison bitch, cause Dusty's not gonna let nothing happen to her. 
So mm-hmm. Helena basically ends up in prison, ends up getting out, and Helena had fallen in love with a prisoner in there. She had a prison romance. And she wife. thought that she killed somebody, but she... Do what? She had a prison wife. Yeah, she had a prison wife. She had Dusty. Dusty was cool. Dusty didn't say a lot, but Dusty has some muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, anyway, she gets out. She shows up, and she hid the money. She never told him where it was. She basically... Shane... This is also during Shane's sex strike, because Shane tries to kiss Helen in the alley. <laughs> and so... Oh, Helen like, skips town, what the hell? gets the money, skips town, and goes, runs off with Dusty. And so we haven't seen her all all season five at all. And so then all at once, like a breath of fresh air, Helena oh. fucking Peabody rolls in because Peggy is sick and in the hospital. This is what it is. And they think she's dying, so Helena shows back up. And, um, you know, Peggy's fine. She don't die. But anyway, mm-hmm. Helena finds out everything's going down with Shebar and what they've done, and Peggy's like, you could just buy the bar. And Helena's like, you forget something, mommy. You have cut me <laughs> off. <laughs> you know? And Peggy's like, eh, well, and she said, you, I thought you didn't want me to buy my friendships anymore. This night. She's like, so you're, you're, she goes, you're telling me that these people that were your friends, even after you didn't have money, you know, stood by you win. when you, yeah. you in, stood by you when you went to prison, have kept where you've been in secret, said, so they're not your friends? And she's like, yeah, you know, so Peggy finally, Helena finally realized what true love and friendship was. And so, yeah. you know, Peggy's cut her back in the fold and Helena just goes and, you know, fucking buys the place. I mean, that's this literally bitch, this what bitch flies in like Wonder Woman, and it's just yeah. like she's like, I got checkbooks, bitch, and starts stroking checks, <laughs> and starts yeah. basically just coming in and saving the day. Literally, she's like, literally saves the day. Um, but yeah, that's a really good part. He's like, um, yep. but yeah, like I said, what and like Wonder they Woman call it, stroking checks? They come up with they call it the Hit Club, Helena mm-hmm. and Kit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, because that's super clever. Because that took so much thought to come up with that name. Like, really? The end of season five, where you have uh, Tybet's first dance. Well, technically third, second dance, because they danced in season one, kind of. But anyway, um, which was a it's very... the premiere I, I, I of like, Jenny's movie. Premier, the, Jenny, the rap party for the Jenny's rap party. movie. Yeah, it's a rap party for the movie. Uh, they go together, um, and uh, Shane... Oh, Shane. <laughs> Shane does some stupid shit. Uh, you know, uh, Alice and Sasha, they're fighting, right? Because didn't she... Yeah, they're fighting she, because... She outed somebody or something? All right. Her and Tasha had seen him at an exclusive party where she wasn't supposed to have her phone, but she had it. And let me say, that was some good video for a flip phone. Just Thank, saying, okay. I think. <laughs> Thank you for addressing that because I was, it was literally on the tip of my tongue. I was like, there was no phone back then? That could have done that kind of sleuthing, Girl, okay? The, ra- you couldn't the Razor could have done that. Okay, right? the Razor no. could No. You couldn't see shit on those videos and phones, man. Get out of here. Um, but Alice had met the... Had met this New, New Zealand designer, I think. Uh, fashion designer, because Alice was on the show. At, uh, Clea. Oh, basketball player. Huh? He was a professional basketball player, wasn't he? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She outed, yeah, she outed the basketball player on the show, 
But this is where she meets this fashion designer and kind of has this, they don't go, I think they kiss, but they really emotionally, her and Clea like hit it off. Mm -hmm. And like they go scooting around Santa Monica together, you know? And uh, so yeah, Tasha's Tasha's upset because that's cheating to Tasha. And I don't disagree with her. I don't either. 100%. Do not disagree at all. Um, but yeah, so they got some beef. Um, you know, Helena's just like, I'm back. Um, you know, life's good. Um, uh, but mainly the, like, the, the, not focus, but like kind of how, um, where our, our, I guess focus really is the word. Our focus is, is Tibet. And, uh, they dance and it's, uh, it's Isaac Hayes, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Barry. Is it Barry or is it I? I think it's Isaac Hayes. Oh, hang on. I got a running list of my songs. I can tell you. I say I think it's Isaac Hayes. Um, he and he and Barry White. Yeah, it's similar. Walk so. on by Isaac Hayes. Walk on by. Walk oh, on by. so it, girl, you know, I mean, I know a lot of stuff. I know a little shit. Um, but yeah, the song by <laughs> Isaac Hayes. Again, they always put the music to the scene like these pivotal scenes are always just always spot on um but they're like dancing to this song and it's just it's so cool and the thing of it is i don't like the fact that they had to like cut the camera away to like look at the two people that played them in the movie like what was the relevance of that like we don't want to see them like, no, we it don't was, want to. It's a waste of it was a waste of film. We not to, we ain't have to go over there. You know, after everything and they you know, everybody's like they belong together. They always have. Yeah, cuz then Tasha she's like I never would have put them together or something like that. Yeah. And then that's when they were like and that's when Kit finally is like I guess I'll cut bet some slack. And she's like they've always they've been the, they they've always should have been together or something like that. And, and they're like yeah, mm-hmm. they always have or something to that effect. Um but uh yeah, and that's that's the end of season 5. Season six, I mean, there ain't not much time to spend on season six. It was trash. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I have never watched season six, but one time. Oh, I was like, you know. That's it. What? Oh. I, I, no, I watched it when it aired, and I've never watched it. Yeah. I, I no had no to. desire to. Um, It all, come to find out, Jenny realizes she's in love with Shane. Y'all. Y'all. So this is where we start season six. Shane's trying to get back in Jenny's good graces. You know, Jenny tells her, you know, when I told that I was talking to you, not Nikki. Then the babies are rolling good. <laughs> Elizabeth Berkeley comes in, tries to screw it up. But you know what? Bet, Bet did not cheat. Bet I know. Her. Bet, man. Bet came in. Bet season six MVP. Bet Porter. She came in, did not go back to her old ways because she realized she had such a good thing. Had a great family. Everything was going well. You know, her business is booming. You know, she's got a family. She's getting a baby. I mean, just things are going great, and she did not destroy them. So, proof, Bet Porter grew over the season. Um, yep. But, yes, season six MVP, Bet Porter. Um, but uh, Alice is writing a treatment, I think. Um, yes. Tasha is studying for the police academy. Uh, Kit and Helena, you know, they're doing business together. Um, and then, of course, you have the drama with uh, Shane and Jenny. Um, I do like the I, the one um, episode where the gang finds out. Eventually, Shane and Jenny start, like, hooking up, which is just Alice walks in on them. <laughs> which is Alice disgusting. can't deal. She yeah. can't deal. So then she starts sending out texts, which 
back then, I don't know, that shit was expensive unless she had mm-hmm. some kind of unlimited plan, which that was expensive back then. So um, she started sending out texts and like you get the reactions of people from this text. And uh, Helena is like on a treadmill and like flies off the treadmill. <laughs> she was in a meeting. Um, they're oh like God. two, they're like two directors um, from the show. They're like doing like a pitch and Tina's like supposed to be listening, but she's not. And she's like, what the fuck? Um, and like they stop and they're like, she's like looking at them. Bet is in a meeting with like six people, right? And it's not like, it's not like a boardroom meeting. It's like they're a bunch of teachers sitting around in a circle. So you can't really hide anything. Bet just starts laughing, like hysterically yep. laughing at this text message and can't keep her shit together. Um, but that, that scene was, freaking hilarious and then um as uh their like shade and jenny's relationship like keeps going which again gross um they start cleaning out she remember she started remember jenny starts cleaning out shane's closet yep and proof more proof shane and carmen need to be together um she's like cleaning it out and she's like going through the different basically seasons of Mm -hmm. shane's clothes so you got you know you got season one shane and then you come to season two, Shane, um, which that was that one didn't really do much. But then when they get to um, she had like T-shirts from Wax yep. and Jenny's like, this is this is the Carmen era. And she's like, I'm not ready to throw that away. Like she threw away literally everything, everything. else, everything. But Carmen's clothes. Nope. Would not touch it. Wouldn't touch it. She, she, she took it from Jenny and hung it back up in her closet. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not ready to let go of that. I'm like, oh my god. We That's know. how you knew. We, we know. knew. We Shane know. loved Carmen. She mm-hmm. didn't show it, but she loved her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I like that scene because I was like, obviously, you know, the Charmin callback. Um, I don't know. I think that I mean, honestly, like I really hated season six, but those are really the only highlights I have from season six. I so. mean, this is you know. <sighs> Jenny dies in this. And the whole premise of this entire season is you got, you know, Xeno fucking warrior princess Lucy Lawless right. is investigating all the girls. This she has really many skills, only- y'all. She has many skills. <laughs> she could be a cop from L.A. Could be one of her you know, reincarnations. We don't see the They find Jenny. They're having this going away party because Beth's got this fancy pants job in New York um, with, you know, like the Whitney or some shit. And so Tina and Bet and their family, they're gonna um addition onto the house and this railing. And here's the thing, this shit gets planted in our head. The contractor tells them, Hey, look, this is just a temporary railing, it's not secure. Okay. Then we don't think about it until Jenny winds up floating dead in the pool. They had all been drinking. Nobody wanted to be around Jenny anyway. Um then, you know, they fish her out. Here comes Lucy Lawless. This is like episode one, and we traipse back to it you know yeah and it's automatically it's suspected as a murder why not an accident i mean why not why did somebody have to kill her like that's the only thing they look at somebody killed her and literally i'm like y'all she done fell off that tricky railing up there that wasn't secured or just yeah bitch killed herself you'll never convince me otherwise bitch killed herself well, she pissed off everybody. Like, yes. I mean, the way Jenny's you know, mind worked, you know, she, if she felt hopeless, her when Shane finally found the note from like Molly, yeah, 
you know, so Shane was pissed. She knew what they had was a lie. You know, Alice was already done with her when she was texting about her. Bet and Tina had no use for her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, nobody needed anything from Jenny. Jenny was on her own because she was a fucking pariah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she, I mean, in a lot of that shit, Jenny pulled on, she brought on herself. Like, she just did a lot of stupid shit. And it's like, okay, like, it, karma does come back around, bro. Like, I mean, you, you treat people like crap. Guess what happens? They're gonna treat mm-hmm. you like crap back. Like I mean, it is what it is. But um, I just yeah, season six. I just I really didn't like it. Um, I will say though, you have the third and final Tibet dance that was pretty cool, and I do like that episode. Um, because you have uh Alice and Bet having that exchange where mm-hmm. where uh Alice is dressed like uh like salt and pepper, and uh they're like walking <laughs> around each other, and like Bet has this like basically there's no arm which gun show gun show alert but has mm-hmm. this like no sleeve ones one piece like jumper bell bottom soup thing it's a lot better than it sounds i can't really describe it because i don't know fashion but um that's her costume for the dance and they're like walking around each other backstage like looking at each other and uh, alice you know throws a dig at bet bet's like i didn't know crisscross was looking for a new member <laughs> and you know, it's just little things and then uh Beth's like, Hey Alice, nice camel toe. <laughs> and like at the end of that, like uh Alice goes over to Tasha and Jamie, who Jamie is this like third wheel character that they were introduced to when a teenager from um the LGBTQ center tried to commit suicide or was going to commit suicide and wanted to talk to Alice. So they're doing a dance together. They're doing a trio together. And uh, she goes over to them and she's like, fuck, man, they're going to win. Like, and Tasha's like, what do you mean? Like, they have like these costumes. Did you see that? She's like, I'm wearing costumes too. Like, what's, you know, what's the difference? And Bet is like over with Tina talking to her. And she's like, you good? Like, because they have on fucking spandex and we don't know what they're capable of. And, <laughs> and Tina's like, I got it. Thanks. And then, like, Bet is, like, so serious. You know how competitive he is. She's like, you need to hydrate. Oh, yeah. And, like, gives her, like, water, like, a coat. Like, it's crazy. Like, I was just like, Bet, you need to calm down. Like, this is like, ridiculous. Um, that's it. Season six, that's it. That's literally all I could think of for season six to go over because technically it doesn't exist. So you don't really need to know. I mean, watch it just so you can say that you've done it. But, like, it's not really relevant to what's going to be rolling us into Generation Q. So, um, yeah, I I don't got any more to say on it. Nat, you got anything? No, nope. I mean yeah. six. It's my least favorite of all of them. Truth. Uh, oh, I'm done with that shit. But yeah, I mean, just go watch it. It's fun. I mean, honestly, God, the season, the seasons aren't long. Yeah, um, but thirteen. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, one of them may have fourteen. I don't know, but you can knock them. You know, knock a season out a weekend. Mm-hmm. It's in your binge. It's, you know, part of your lesbian rite of passage. You should be watching it. Truth. Uh, gotta know where them OGs came from. Yep. You gotta, you gotta know your history, man. You gotta know your mm-hmm. history. Um, and it very much is a part of, of history. For sure. Uh, but I think that's gonna do it for us. Um, so, uh, again, thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Please, we have the ability to send us voice messages on our Anchor page. If you don't know our address, Anchor dot fm backslash i can ship it pod um you can also find us on instagram at i can ship it pod and on twitter at i can ship it pod 
we're super excited for the uh, reboot, I guess, the reboot of um, Generation Q uh, that's coming to us. What is that? And that's December 8th, right? December the 8th. And as you can tell, we can talk at nauseam about this show. (laughs) Very true. Um, Again, thank you so much. That's going to do it for us today. Again, this is the I Can Check Pod. I'm Ashley. I'm Annette. And we'll catch you on the next one. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.